basically we charge $2,500 per agent and we pay our, our team less than that. Uh, although we do pay among the, the top, um, we pay them about 30% higher than our competitors. So effectively we make money off of the difference. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like... Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is David Tran and his partner, Jim. They decided to start a technical support agency after they realized how difficult it was to hire and find competent agents for their own businesses. Once they cracked the code, per se, they realized many SaaS founders and owners have not figured this out, and they wanted to solve that problem for everyone. David, you ready to take us to the top? Yep. All right. So bring Jim in here. Are you guys both co-founders? Yes, we are. Uh, We met almost about two years ago, and we really hit it off. Jim, who had the idea? Uh, you know, actually, I, so David, I, I guess you could say it was my first client. So I consulted with David. My background is in SaaS and, uh, you know, I, I work for, a, I own a SaaS now, so does David. And I also work for um, a private equity fund operating SaaS businesses. So uh, David acquired a business and I started working from him for him on the side and we hit it off and became fast friends and uh, really saw the need for better technical support. So that's kind of uh, the launching point for Xfusion. And we rarely get two founders on at once. So I'm going to use this uh, and take advantage of it. One of the hardest questions, Ooh. and also it's usually the most dilutive event in a company's history, is debating with your founder on how you're going to split the company at the start. So how did you guys approach that conversation? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I've been married for 15 years, and I feel like I've learned something about like <laughs> building a, a, a good relationship with, with my partner. Um, so we, you know, David and I, I feel like are well aligned. We're not, we're not the same, which is a beautiful thing. We've really been embracing our differences and had a lot of conversations about that. So we have a straight up just 50, 50 split. Uh, and that's gone really well. We kind of, you know, right now we, we like to say that, that we operate with the mentality of that we're Swiss army nice, like as founders, we have to do so many different things. Um, but we also understand each of our strengths and we, we split up responsibilities in line with our strengths and it's worked out really well. So you guys are really scratching your own itch here with the product and just there's no ambiguity. What is the product name that you guys are building today? You want to take that, David? Um, I don't think we actually have a specific name for it. Excusion.io is the company brand for now. And the, the direction we want to take the company is to be the source of all premium outsourcing offerings for startups and um, companies. Uh, and for now, we're starting off with support because we think it's the easiest and stickiest product. I think when you can get someone on with support, they usually stick around 
based on the like industry metrics, three plus years, and that's some that's a pretty like that lends to pretty good LTVs, which helps us uh, to fund other expansions to uh, new verticals. You're saying if you can use Xfusion and Xfusion's first brand is to help software companies or any company hire support people, that support person will stick at that company for three years, giving you time to then upsell other additional products you build under Xfusion brand. Correct. Interesting. And I think just being in the position where we hear people's pains helps us develop a mindset and unique, um, I guess, knowledge set based on uh, industry needs at a given moment for specific people. So you guys yeah, have both we, done this. How do people currently, Jim, maybe take this one. How do, how do people currently hire their support folks? Where do they look? Where do they go? Where do they pay? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, just just to, I guess, bounce back to the last one, we've decided to scratch our own itch here. And, and in our experience working with other outsourced companies, they just didn't do an effective job. And they didn't understand us. They didn't understand SaaS. So with our background, we we know the unique needs of SaaS. With my experience in private equity, uh, working with tons of different SaaS founders, we wanted to create something that was really uh, beneficial for them. So um, our team is is based overseas, and the cost is twenty five hundred dollars for one full time resource. I don't know if that answers your your question just now, Nathan, or not. Yeah, no. So so the question is, how do other people right now find support people and hire? Like, who are you going to replace if you do this well? Yeah, a lot of our our clients are technical founders that are providing support themselves. And one of the clear value propositions, we help them get back to their highest and best use of time. So they're overstretched, they're technical founders. Many of them don't enjoy providing front-end customer support. So they're either doing it themselves or they've experienced um, experimented with hiring outsourcers that maybe they're managing directly. Another layer that we provide is managed services. Um, so maybe they've hired somebody that they manage themselves and it's just that they're not getting an effective ROI. Uh, or in some cases, they've hired full-time U.S.-based employees that are, maybe they're paying 60000 a year um, and they just can't afford to bring on more or to offer weekend support or that sort of thing. So how what's your model going to look like? How are you guys going to make money? Yeah, basically, we charge $2,500 per agent. And we pay our, our team less than that, uh, although we do pay among the, the top um, we pay about 30% higher than our competitors. So effectively, we make money off of the difference. So if I am listening right now as a software founder and I reach out and go to Xfusion and I use you guys I, and you find me a support person that I like and I hire, I will pay you $2,500 what monthly and you're paying out yep. less than that? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I so see. You what, margin, what margin will you build in for yourself? Yeah, we pay $800 per month for our full-time agents. Okay, got um, it. Which is about which is about two hundred dollars per month higher than our competitors. So we have a decent margin on that. Uh, we also have like part of my my background is in customer success. So we're also able to offer customer success services as well, which is a bit of a different model and something we need to kind of think through um, the best way to present. But there's often SaaS founders that need customer success but don't necessarily need a full time eighty thousand dollar a year uh, team member in the U S. to do that. So how many companies have hired through you guys today? In other words, how many support people do you guys have employed today? Yeah, we have eight people employed across four different clients. And we're just getting started. We're just, we just officially launched uh, in May. So May was our first month. Got it. Got it. So, okay. And, and maybe explain to me how you guys separate roles. So, David, what do you do that Jim doesn't? I think uh, I, I come from a background that's, so I'm a former engineer at Uber, and I think one of the things that Uber did really well is scale really, really fast, really, really aggressively. And just being in that space and seeing how it was done, I think that's where my personal interest and ability lies the best. So just finding all the different ways to scale upwards. A lot of things are still in the pipeline, but we're really targeting to scale pretty aggressively. Our, our competitors usually hit 
the five to 10 million mark within five-ish years, I'd really like to see us get it there within two to three. I mean, the margins are compelling, right? If you guys have, have four companies, they've helped hire eight people and all those eight, and they're paying 2500 per eight of the people, right? That's $20,000 a month in, in top line revenue of which you guys have to pay out. Uh, what is that? About 6,400 for eight people at 800 bucks a month? About 40%, yeah. yeah. The industry norm is around 30 to 50% in profit margin. So if we're somewhere in that ballpark and we're able to aggressively grow and re- reinvest those profits for further growth through paid ads or through hiring uh, either salespersons or SDRs, I think it scales very aggressively and pretty linearly, pretty well. It's not mm-hmm. exactly facet levels of efficiency, but it's pretty darn close. It's pretty close. I mean, you're making 13, what you're, so, so net revenue after paying your, your people you hire overseas, your, your net revenue is like 13, 13,600, something like that. Something around there. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can do whatever you want to do with that to, to drive future growth. Mm-hmm. What are you testing right now? Uh, we're currently uh, going to different agencies to figure out who is the best pitch for helping us develop a, um, either a paid ad campaign, uh, outreach campaigns or a full end to end sales. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people and the fiber people are going to hate me for saying this, but I know a lot of people that build these networks, but just going on fiber searching support and then bringing like the fiber people on the fiber network under their own brand and paying them more than what they can make through fiber. Uh, just smile if you're doing that. <laughs> 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 I don't want fiber to come after you, but uh, <laughs> no, thanks for the idea, but no, not yet. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, interesting. And then how are you, I mean, what do you think the opportunity is here? So in a year, do you think you can get up to, you know, 500 employees that you've placed and, and just the support function? I'd love to get to that level. I mean, can you, yeah, how do you I mean, get there? A year is super. So I think, uh, so there's two sides of the marketplace. We're effectively a, a marketplace uh, matcher in the sense that there's a supply side and demand side. There's people who either they want indirectly or they just don't know that they need customer support. And there's people who want to provide that job. Uh, we're noticing that there's a lot of people internationally who have fairly proficient English backgrounds and fairly technical education as well. Uh, almost, I think everyone we've had thus far is a computer science degree. Um, and I think for eight hundred bucks a month, to, uh, internationally, yes. Wow. So I think there's this is major opportunity in the sense that the international market has education that uh, it's probably not on par with like English, or, or sorry, American education, uh, but it offers a lot of value and hasn't been. Uh, captured, hasn't been captured by the marketplace yet. Jim, have you guys bootstrapped the company or have you raised? No, we just bootstrapped. Bootstrap, any plans to raise? Not at this stage. We, we just don't see the need to. Like it's a profit from the, it's profitable from the very beginning. So as long as you get past the point you can pay for your own salary, everything else is investable money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, right now, again, if, assuming you have no sales marketing expense and you're paying your guys, you know, whatever, a, a basic salary, four or five grand a month each, you're still bringing three, five thousand bucks a month to the, to the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you guys paying yourself right now or no? You're reinvesting everything. Yes. I'm paying myself. David has a, an income from a different source. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, he's, he's getting promised back pay. <laughs> but yeah. Well, tell so, me how that works. That's a very popular model that a lot of people never actually talk about how that works. But, but I, see, I hear this all the time. So Jim has a family and I totally respect the fact that he wants to be a good father and husband. And I think a part of that role is just providing for your family. And I think one of the things I want to provide for him is that security in the sense that the first amount of money pays for his salary. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, I've, I, we each own SaaS businesses and my SaaS business pays me more than enough that I need to cover my 
like month to month living expenses. So I'd much rather have all every ounce of money that we can reinvest. I want to reinvest this for as long as we can, because I feel like the ROI of that is better than anything else I can find on the public market and even the private markets. What is your SaaS company, David? Uh, so it's shopstorm.com. Uh, we provide, so it's actually the app through which Jim and I met. It's, we provide, we provide uh, various services for people in the Shopify uh, app ecosystem. Shopstorm.com. Correct. Fascinating. Okay. So what, how, what does the back pay agreement look like? Other founders have said, Nathan, yeah, we just basically agree that, you know, I should, you know, somewhere around 5,000 bucks a month. And then I'm not actually going to take that cash out of the business. I want to reinvest everything. But five years from now, if we sell for a hundred million bucks, I'll essentially get a little sweetener, which is equal to all the back pay that I accumulated. Is that kind of how your agreement works? More or less. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And I will say like on a foundational level, we just start with from a place of trust. Like David and I were able to build a relationship previous to officially partnering together where they just have a whole lot of trust for each other. Um, and it allows us to operate in a, in a more efficient way. No, this makes good sense. One thing that I think uh, made a substantial difference in the way I able to approach this opportunity that Jim and I have is the fact that when I was working at Uber, my intention was to build up roughly 10 years of living expenses. So I can just hit the ground running for 10 years. So even if I failed constantly for 10 years straight, I can at least pay for my cost of living in a relatively like frugal way. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're going to fail uh, for 10 years straight, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. You never know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jim, Jim, how many people are you guys today? Is it just you two? We're the only founders. Yeah. Yeah. The only owners. Well, but how many employees? Eight. eight. And does that, does that include support people you've placed or those eight people working on the business? Yeah, that's, that includes support people as well. So we have some. So we have team leadership as well. We have somebody that's doing writing coaching. Uh, one of our differentiators is we we train our agents on how to be excellent writers as well. So not just technical support, but actually writing with good tone, empathy, things like that. So we have a writing coach, and we have uh, a team leader, and someone that does recruiting as well. We're actually bringing on a customer success person hopefully next week. We're interviewing them shortly. How many of the eight are actually doing support? In other words, you are billing them out to customers. Six. We're at six. Got it. Okay. So it's not always a one-to-one ratio. In other words, you could have one right. of your full-time people that you pay 800 bucks a month. You could have two customers paying you each 2500 bucks a month to get access to that same person for eight hours a day. Yeah, we offer, we offer weekend support as well. So we do offer dedicated support. One thing that's different is some of our competitors do per response support where one agent may work across like 10 different inboxes that are very low volume. We don't do that. We have dedicated agents. Um, but we also have a product where we offer weekend support as well. And that might just it, it literally two shifts on one on Saturday, one on Sunday. Uh, and then our client pays um, $1,200 a month for that. And we use the extra hours from the team to work on other proactive tasks. I see. So we okay. hire a full-time resource. Yeah. Yeah. And so then besides, besides David, who obviously is engineering at Uber, are any other, any other coders on the team, developers? Yeah, so uh, the six that are, are um, support agents all have degrees. So, and we, in fact, we were just talking about, uh, David and I, about hiring or utilizing one of our team members to build out a tool uh, called, what's, it, what's it that called, David? Basically, parsing yeah, out. Yeah, we want to start building up very simple tools that can help uh, founders just as a, force, as a form of lead generation. Um, the one we have in mind so far is like, there's this calculator known as the slicing pie equity calculator. And I just want to create like a simple version of it that's free. Uh, it's just that so people can figure out what's the appropriate split for uh, equity amongst founders in various startup situations. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what I meant is how many engineers do you guys have actually writing code for the company, for your business? Uh, right now, zero. Yeah, I think exactly. our, our current priority is not so much SaaS. 
But we think that once we have sufficient profit, reinvesting our team's talent into SaaS is a no-brainer. Anyone, I know you're early, but has anyone started paying you and stopped paying you? Do you have any churn? Not yet, thankfully. <laughs> and and no, no downgrades? No one went from two support reps through you down to one? No, nope. just uh, we had one client went, that went from one full-time agent to effectively two and a half. Mm-hmm. That's that's well, that's a good that's a good way to do it. I think you, it's, it's going to be. I mean, we'll see. And I don't want to be like cocky, but I think it's going to be a pretty sticky product because. So when we onboard somebody, we they they pay in advance and they provide training to the first agent, and that takes some. There's skin in the game from from our clients, so they train the first agent, and then we train subsequent agents with our team. So. You know, we think that the churn will be quite low, especially as we, you know, deliver on our promises. I think the tricky thing for what you guys do is eventually, if people scale with you, especially like let's say they listen to this interview and they hear that you guys pay eight hundred and they're paying twenty five hundred, that is enough of a, a, a spread that they would want to save at scale that they would go try and figure out how to do this direct. And the question is, can you add enough value where they keep transacting through your platform versus trying to hustle and figure out how to go direct? Yeah, that's a fair question. Yeah, I think the difference is that we provide management. So so it's not easy to hire and to, to vet and hire the top 3% of the agents. I mean, we go through literally hundreds of applications and have a very thorough vetting process, uh, a thorough training process. And then we have a layer of management on top of that, uh, as well as customer success. So certainly, like, it's no secret. Like, everybody knows they can go find people on Fiverr and other places to, to work for a few hundred dollars a month. That's no secret. It's just finding good ones that's challenging and time-consuming and then managing them. So that's yeah. the, the value add that we bring to the table. Yeah. Especially for a lot of early, early founders. Yeah. For a lot of early founders, the most important thing to them is their time. Effectively, their time is what either makes or breaks their company. And if they're trying to save a couple hundred dollars by hiring uh, someone directly, it eats up a lot of their focus. Yeah, I would say though early stage two, you're extremely cash constrained. You're trying to bootstrap everything as best you can and do everything super cheap. So it's a balance. We'll see what sure. happens. I think sure. you guys, I think this kind of thing ends up having a lot of success actually in the, like the mid market enterprise space where they're too small to go want to do, do, do direct, but they're mm-hmm. big enough where they need 10 support people, you know, and it's right. worth paying you guys 25 grand a month to just handle that. We'll see. We'll see. Very good. So you guys really, I mean, 2020, you'd say is the launch date, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. We'll go back and forth between you guys. David, you first. Uh, favorite uh, favorite book, business book? Unscripted. Number two, Jim, let's go to you. Is there a CEO you're following or studying? Oh, gosh, several. I'd have to say Elon Musk comes to mind first. All right, <laughs> David, favorite online tool for building your guys' company besides your own? Favorite online tool? Um, it's not so much directly related to building the company, but I really like Airtable for organizing stuff. All right, I, I'm use, actually using it right now for the podcast. Stuff. <laughs> big, big, big Airtable fan. All right, Jim, let's wrap up these last few with you because family-oriented questions here. How many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Uh, I optimize for eight. I get about seven and a half or, or so. Okay, and situation sounds like married and two kids. Dude, I got a lot of kids. How many? I, I've got uh, seven right now. We got I got two step kids, one bio kid, two adopted kids, and two foster kids. Oh, that's a lot of write-offs. <laughs> dude yes like it would be insensitive for me to say that but that's what i feel every year it's a hell of a lot of right off yeah all right seven kids wow okay and how old are you i'm 37 37 last question what's something you wish you knew when you were 20 oh man um 
I wish I was just much more confident. It's taken me honestly to like probably early thirties to even just establish a, a baseline level of confidence in myself. So if, if I, I would have been more uh, willing to take risks and just step out and be more confident. That's, that's what I would have suggested my earlier self to do. Guys, xfusion.io, they're helping four companies scale up currently about eight support reps. They manage these support reps. They find them, they train them over the seas, they give them copywriting skills. They then pay those folks about 800 bucks a month. Customers though of theirs pay 2,500 bucks a month per support rep that they hire. So doing about 20,000 per month right now in revenue, highly profitable. The question is, can they scale to hundreds and hundreds of reps, manage them? And then also it's a marketplace. Can they find the companies, the software companies, and other companies that need these sort of support reps and are willing to pay 2,500 bucks a month to scale with them? We'll see what happens ultimately in the goal of X Fusion.io is to be the place you go for everything related to outsourcing. David, Jim, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks for your time. Yeah, cheers. Thank you.